Hey, Galerias. Welcome back to the Pinot Gallery, a coming-of-age podcast about being childish and acting grown, and vice versa. So today, I didn't pick the topic. My able and capable co-host, Maria, has a word on her mind that she'd like to share with us today. Yes, and before we get into the hot topic for today, um, I'd like to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Durex. Soothe your soul, soothe your walls. Soothe your walls. (laughs) (laughs) Soothe your walls. Yeah, so today I just wanted to talk about the phenomenon that's very common it's it's it's, i wouldn't even call it a phenomenon would you call it an affliction a virus akin to influenza polio (laughs) mumps (laughs) that virus we're talking about ladies and gentlemen is digmatization law and order (laughs) in the criminal justice system (laughs) i just i want to talk about it what it means to be digmatized how does it happen? Why does it happen? You know, things of that nature. I just don't understand it. Yeah. Do you understand it? I did some extensive research tonight, mm. meaning that I scrolled through Twitter for about an hour and found one or two gems that I would like to share with the class today. Because mm-hmm. when you first brought up this topic, I was like, who cares? It's not real. But then I realized but that, see, you know, not everyone is me. If you read <laughs> at HBCU Fashions... Mm-hmm. The digmatization is quite real. Yeah. Quite and um, I have some gems from them. Yes. But I will start with the definition that I found online because I wanted to know exactly what we were dealing with here. So the first one that I found comes from at just Aaron R. <laughs> and she says, digmatization, definition, a case of dick so good you could no longer think rationally and spend your time chasing said dick because it's all you can think about. Mm. Okay. Okay. Another definition says it is hypnosis by penis. Hypnosis by penis. I like that that one rhymes. (laughs) Yeah. So now that we have a working definition of digmatization, Mm -hmm. I just want to know, how does this befall people at your big, big age? If you're having sex, you're probably of big, big age. Hopefully. So so I just want to know. Yeah. Like, why does that happen? So I don't know. (laughs) I mean, but I have never experienced this. Mm. And I just, I don't, so at first, right, I was just like, okay, straight men in general tend to be bad at sex, right? Like, it's like a thing. Mm -hmm. It's like a... Because they don't have sex, they do sex. Exactly. They do sex to people. Yeah. In Big Mouth, (laughs) there's this part where Coach T says, I'm going to do sex on a lady. Yeah. And that could not be (laughs) a boy. That is the most straight description. Right. So I guess it stems from a... place of like perceived scarcity yeah i've never been digmatized i don't think i'm capable of digmatization but yeah i just don't get it like how (laughs) how so i have a small small theory that i've been cooking up by cooking up i mean i thought about it 45 minutes ago and i wrote it down so here's my groundbreaking theory remember in um janelle monae's song screwed which is about many things, but how it applies to this discussion today is that she said everything is sex except sex, which is power. Right. And we can genius it later and really get into it. But what that means to me is that everything is connected mm. except sex, which is about power and which is about, well, the power that comes with being vulnerable with someone or, you know, watching someone be vulnerable with you because in the intimacy of sex is that idea of like you're being very naked like, naked <laughs> quite literally yeah being very naked with someone and 
the power that that has. Mm-hmm. That's what that quote means to me. And I thought of it while I was mulling over this because I think the only reason that a person could be digmatized, aka hypnotized by a phallus is when there's a power imbalance. Mm. Like either you don't want the same things, you're not on the same page about your relationship or whatever that situation is, or you're playing hide and seek with your feelings. Right. Like those are really the only two reasons that I can think of why you would be digmatized by someone because if you're just going in to have your fun, have your sex once a week, you know, like you hit the gym. Right. That's fun. Mm -hmm. But if you go in and don't know how to manage expectations and you never give yourself the tools to manage those expectations. Mm -hmm. Of course, you're going to find yourself saying crazy things on the internet, like digmatized. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I always assumed that like people would say, oh, I'm digmatized as like a means to just be like, oh, I'm feeling him. But but (laughs) I've seen situations in which people are digmatized by people that they don't necessarily like. Hmm. I mean, I don't understand having sex with people that you don't necessarily like, because once I don't like you, I really don't like you. And it's quiet for you and your existence. Um, See earlier podcast, but (laughs) I think that goes back to what you were saying about scarcity or perceived scarcity. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, a lot of young women, unfortunately, don't understand that dick is abundant and free. Right. And so when you fool yourself into thinking that it isn't, Mm -hmm. then of course you think like, oh, I'm digmatized because this is the only person that has ever had sex and will ever know how to have sex. When in fact, we're all on a learning curve. But I'm Ha! <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> I did not catch that. I am 14 years old. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, mm. I mean, I just don't care. Because <laughs> it's like, I mean, people always used to be like, oh, you're digmatized, you know, Zari. But it's like, no, I'm in a loving relationship. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you were quite cuffed. They'd be like, oh, yeah, you're going, you're you're taking a bus seven hours? Wow, it's like must be bomb. No, I'm in love. <laughs> I would do this for anybody. But um, yeah, it was just weird, mm. this concept of digmatization. Of, especially, uh, I really don't understand the, the phenomena of like having sex with people you don't like. Mm. And I understand um, I understand that like some people can just be better at sex and things of that nature. But how do you get to that point? Because I know whether or not I like or dislike somebody within 30 seconds of meeting them. It's not it's hard. It's snap judgments. <laughs> Your temperaments are either going to match or they're not. And then mm-hmm. anything that you do from then on in the name of building a bridge mm-hmm. is just gambling. Like it's <laughs> like you're playing Jenga with your relationship. Screaming. And I don't know that it's going to last. But um, you were saying that you don't get it. And again, during my research, you mm-hmm. know, the girl is a scientist. Someone fund these. Someone fund all the time that I'm doing, you know, sponsors. Let's let's get this bread. Goodbye. <laughs> um, but while I was reading up, I found another interesting word. Okay. Dick pressed slash depression, <laughs> which is the state. Basically, it's the state in which you find yourself without a penis to sit on. And that can be very stressful for a lot of people who enjoy that sort of activity. But they, they're plastic penis. Peni? Penises? Peni. Peni. <laughs> Welcome to the peni gallery. <laughs> no! <laughs> Uh, I'm so amused. Sorry, continue. Me, I'm so amused. I'm actually quitting. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's just um, apparently if you're going through a depression, like you literally have like run out of like live penises. And maybe that's really like what you're into, which valid. I don't understand 
entirely because, you know, sure, like having, your love language isn't physical touch. Having consensual sex with <laughs> having consensual sex with a live penis like does sound like a good time, I guess. But also I just feel like maybe the problem isn't phallus, but more so just you want human touch, you want human contact. And mm-hmm. that's why you're quote unquote dick pressed. Yeah. And that leads to Are we just debunking myths? Mythbusters. This is a Mythbusters episode. Oh, wow. The girls are good. Hey. <laughs> Welcome. Um, but that depression then leads to the digma- the digmatization because you've been in that state of craving it for so long mm. that now that you have it, you feel like you must latch on because again, we're operating through this lens of scarcity. scarcity. Like I got the last one. <laughs> like, you're holding on to the penis like, my precious. Like, and it but that's really what it is. Like, you're holding on to this thing for dear life. Whereas I just feel like you, this can all be easily avoided mm-hmm. if you just have a hotation. A hotation is mandatory mm-hmm. to avoid things like this. Absolutely. I don't know. Get on the wave. I, yeah. So what are the symptoms of being digmatized? Ooh, I can do this one. I've been reading. (laughs) So, (laughs) the symptoms of digmatization include, but are not limited to, traveling long distances without gas money, stalking uh, social media pages, quoting things about hashtag OOMF. For those of you who are not social media savvy, that usually means one of my followers. If anybody's t- tweeting about their followers, they're probably fucking them or thinking of fucking them. And at this point, have been digmatized. Ooh, some people are so severely digmatized that they will start performing behaviors that mimic that of somebody's significant other. Hence, a bond is stronger than a title. Washing dishes, doing the laundry. Ironing clothes. All of these are domestic things. Why? Because niggas just want slaves. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. points were made. Yeah. However, I would just like to push back on that because now I think we're entering this gray territory where a lot of those could also just be, like, things that you do when you have a crush on someone. Like, if you just, like, think a boy is cute, like, of course you're going to be on his page, like, looking like, what is he like? What can I learn about? Quick basketball facts, like, Jesus. <laughs> slide into the conversation, you know, or just, like, how to read if, basketball stats. Exactly. <laughs> or you find yourself, like, doing stupid shit like domestic laundry because, again, because men want slaves. Well, I think- you think that if you act like a wife or you act like a girlfriend, then you're going to get wifed when... Honestly, let's talk about it. Marriage is slavery. So good luck, Charlie. So, so I think the defining factor in this is um, usually at this point for one to be digmatized, there have had to already been some indication that the other party is not interested in a relationship. Mm. So again, it's the power dynamic wherein they're not interested in a relationship but still would like the benefits and perks that come with one, i.e. slavery. And so they use the dick in such a way that will make you behave as a wife. Then when you ask for reciprocity or get upset, he can simply reply, nobody asked you to do that though. And he will be fucking right. And then you will be sitting there looking like boo-boo the fool. So in order for digmatization to happen... Do you have to fornicate with the person? I think so. 
Um, I think, but I've also, it is the streets have told me <laughs> that you can be digmatized by the perceived sexual prowess that somebody, like the sexual potential that somebody has, that you perceive them to have. You seem to have a powerful penis. Yes. May I wash your dishes? The royal penis is clean, your highness. WTF. <laughs> Hey, man. I just want to connect the dots. They're Some people not just idealize, you know. Um, girl, <laughs> IDK. I'm thinking specifically of, like, freshmen who get digmatized by cues before fucking them just because their daddy said, you stay away from them cues when you go to college. And then the first thing they do is run towards the cues because they're grown and nobody can tell them what to do. Watch out, world. We're grown now. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, oh, my God, their cues are so wide. Like, this cue is talking to me. And then the next one would be like, oh, what happened to you? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's trash. He did it, duh. Can't head roll, da 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 so. so really what we're talking about is situationships, which are, by design, one-sided. Yeah. Like, that's the only way they work. Hmm. Situationships, situationships. So I always perceive situationships to be one-sided, yes, or... Um, a situation, haha, in which both parties are wanting of a relationship with one another, but unwilling to make the first step or make their needs known. And you can still be digmatized at that stage because, again, like it's that idea of like romanticizing the potential that the person has. You know, like mm-hmm. you overreact to everything just because I know I do this all the time where it's just like if I like someone mm-hmm. and they go, Hey, Tabby, did you hear that he said we're in love? But I know that I'm being ridiculous, mm-hmm. whereas I feel like that capacity for satire just goes out the window when you think you're in love or just you just really need to be penetrated, I guess. <laughs> I just, I, help me, Galerias, help me understand. Listen, some are really not aware um, of the fact that ovulation <laughs> turns you into a goddamn, like, I honestly want to believe at this point that the concept of like werewolves is based on women while they're ovulating because you just turn into a completely different person. Like when I know I'm about to start ovulating, I delete Tinder from my phone because people just become instantly more attractive. Yeah. It's like beer goggles. Oh my God. I just want to like lock myself up in some tower far, far away with a chastity belt for good measure. Why do you think the like ancient tribes used to like pick up women and just, like, throw them all in a hut together when they were menstruating. Because they're fucking crazy. To avoid this kind of nonsense. Yeah. No, I get that. Like, ovulation, like, it's just literally your body setting you up for failure. Mm-hmm. Like, ma'am, we're, we're going to be bleeding in three days. What do you mean text him? Can't text him. He's blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> so, like, for you, what would your ideal um, situation be with a quote-unquote fuck buddy my ideal situation with a fuck buddy mm-hmm. gotta be honest with you chief i don't know that i'm interested in that right now mm. yeah like i've done it it was super fun and i don't know like there's just nothing propelling me i think it's part i think it's two things there's no one that i'm like super attracted to right now mm-hmm. on that level where i'm just like listen get naked every time you're in front of me don't have that person right now and second I don't even have the desire to look for that person in anyone. Mm, so mm-hmm. valid. I'm dieting. <laughs> You're cleansing. <laughs> You're detoxing. So I always um, thought of my ideal uh, arrangement 
<laughs> Edible? Preferably. <laughs> A succubus in our midst. <laughs> but um, as like, mm, you know, like Postmates or... Yeah, that's Uber the best eats, way to do it. Uber dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like literally like, you know... Dick mates? Dick mates. Post dicks. Dick hub. <laughs> Dick 24. <laughs> I use a lot of food ordering apps. Dick Dash. Dick Dash. <laughs> Go Dick. Door Dick. <laughs> Whoa. <Oof>. Yeah. <laughs> so something like that, you know, like an ideal situation, like you know my schedule, I know yours, we know what days overlap when we are free to do the things. <sighs> And on those days, you know, you hit me up, how was your day? And I'll go, great. Or, ugh. Either way, the next message I receive is a screenshot saying my Uber is six minutes away. You know, just uh, wonderful. Clean, clear, and under control. Mm-hmm. Thanks, clear, so. <laughs> dick so? Please stop. Clear, dick. <laughs> I hope it's clear. <laughs> For the best, this episode was brought to you by Durex. <laughs> mm, I have a question also about yeah. like open relationships. Okay. Because I've noticed that people who are digmatized try to create that sort of dynamic so that they can still have access to the dick and some semblance of like exclusivity. And you see what I'm trying to see? Like, you know what, you shady bitch? If you're going to call out Molly Carter, just do it with your chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Molly. I totally forgot. But yeah, like that. Like, So I just, I also don't understand open relationships. I think open relationships, um, well, no, I do understand them and I respect them. I don't like looking at people my age doing open relationships because usually what they do is... Um, they open relationships to solve their problems instead of just fucking talking to each other. And then I'm always thinking, like, why would you bring a third, fourth, fifth, seventh person into this dysfunction? Just doesn't make sense to me. But um, if y'all like it, I love it. But would you ever be in an open relationship? I know the practice that you're talking about, about our peers using open relationships as a way to evade their problems. Like, they'll be like, hey, we have communication issues. Let's have a threesome. It's like, mm. Yeah. No. It's just a way to escape the loneliness. Uh-huh. You know, and, like, the potential isolation that comes from not knowing how to speak to your partner. Mm-hmm. So I get why a lot of um, our peers are starting to gravitate towards this. Mm-hmm. I have not read this article yet, so if you hate it, don't come at me. But it was a Vice article, and the headline was literally just... Why polyamory is the future or something No, like that. it wasn't that at all. It was a drag. It was, are young people really more open to open relationships or do we just like cheating? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it just made me cackle. But to answer your question, I think that I could do both. Like, I think that I could be in an open or closed relationship. Mm-hmm. I just have to care. And I don't know that I have the capacity to care about that many people right now because I am quite soft. <laughs> and I love to be, like, obsessed with my partner. But there's just, like, again not seeing the potential. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Slim pickings this season, man. I don't know what to tell you. I um see and that's the thing, like when you say open relationship to people our age, it's mm-hmm. oh you guys are together and you just kind of have like non committal sex with others. Mm-hmm. And 
my understanding of open relationships is that can be one, but like there's a spectrum. And so the spectrum is that sometimes it is like three people and they're all dating each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're still like exclusive to one another. Mm-hmm. A thruple, if you will. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Like I see myself being the kind of person that's okay with being in a triad. Mm-hmm. Like that would absolutely work for me just because anyone who's ever met me knows that I nurse five, six, 18 crushes at a time. <laughs> right. So Just a reverse harem, if you will. Exactly. It's my fave. So I wouldn't mind being in an open relationship. It just, again, like the capacity and how much that, the capacity to care and how much that would take out of me mm-hmm. just doesn't seem quite worth it yet. Yeah. I feel you. I also um, do not have the passion, but I don't <laughs> think I'll ever have it. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely more of like a, I like to focus all my energy on like one thing, on one person. I want to drown the other person with my love. Yeah. How deep Gross. is your love? Is it like the ocean? gross mm. yeah i mean another thing to note about me is that i put friendship above all mm. so i would rather be someone's friend for 85 years mm-hmm. before we start dating just because it does not make sense to me otherwise like if it's going to be like a dead ass relationship like i claim you mm-hmm. in front of people you know mm-hmm. like that sort of deal because otherwise then we're just kicking it hanging out for fun and i love that too mm-hmm. But that's not what I would consider like a relationship relationship. That's just we're dating and having fun. And this is cute for like a couple months. So how would you define like a relationship in your terms? I would claim you. (laughs) Otherwise, we're literally just hanging out Mm -hmm. and having fun. Like a real relationship is the sort of thing where, I mean, I tell my friends mostly everything. So it would be the fact that I make plans, including you. Mm. I don't do that with people I'm casually dating. Mm Mm-hmm. I see that. Um, To answer the second question. So, yeah, I don't personally see myself in open relationships, not because of like my beliefs, but because I'm territorial. (laughs) Um, I'm working on it, whatever. (laughs) But um, also, but I do see myself, at least at this stage in my life, um, taking advantage of an open relationship, which is rude. Like, um, what's her name? Jerusha. Jerusha girl, how did that end up for you? Send us an update. Yeah, just to recap, Jerusha fucked a guy in an open relationship, and I will remind you that she caught feelings. And I don't think she caught feelings. Well, whatever she did, she caused the disturbance in the force, and well, he the gentleman him. was calling his girlfriend by Jerusha's name, and so IDK, if that's what you want for yourself, because you're not the only territorial woman that's ever existed, and right? God forbid someone says Maria in bed and it's not you, (laughs) then all of a sudden you got to put Vaseline on your face and fight niggas on the quad. And let me tell you, I will run in the opposite direction. (laughs) I'll run to campus safety. Right. But I'll be running in the opposite direction. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But I mean, as long as I'm getting what I want. I want it. I got it. (laughs) Do you like this nigga? Gee, thanks. I fucked it. <laughs> Just fucked it. But um, yeah, like I, I mean, your relationship issues are none of my business. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I think all I would really require is like to meet the other woman just so I know that the nigga is not lying because. Are you plotting on someone in an open relationship? No. Say it with your chest. I'm not. Okay. Next week, we'll check it. <laughs> <laughs> See what's changed since then. 
But um, I want to pivot a little bit mm-hmm. and talk about some American horror stories. Horror stories? Yes. Cute. So I found a couple of them. Wait, this is going to be a segment. American Horror Stories. Yes! Listen, white woman came back with a few gems of her own, okay? On this episode, specifically, the American Horror Stories that I want to read out just come from different sources on the internet, just having people share their stories and, mm-hmm. like, sort of, like, explain this to me because... Since you don't want to send your host stories to yeah. tpgpod at gmail.com. I'm just saying. Just saying. We could be Kiki King with you. And Jerusha is all alone in our inbox. Yeah. Mm. Come on, guys. Make friends. Don't be stingy with your stories. <laughs> <laughs> but the first one that I have to read, this was perfect because while I was going into the dark, this young person, looks like a lady, I see a fat ass in leggings, <laughs> tweeted this for my knowledge. I'm not going to at her because I don't know if she wants me to do that. But her tweet goes, after four long years, I'm willing to open up about my condition to the world. I suffer from STS. Okay. Yes, that's right. Sexually transmitted stupidity. Jesus. This motherfucker got me digmatized. I'm sick of his shit, but I can't leave. Help. You can absolutely leave. <laughs> I'm sorry. This like Does it come with like a ball and a chain? Is that where that phrase comes from? Right. Hi. <laughs> Stupid. Like, help me understand. Why can't you leave? I don't understand that situation. I mean, I sympathize with you. Get well soon, sis. But um, it doesn't make sense. Like, why do you talk to him outside of him giving you dick? See, that's why I don't understand it. Because, like, if I'm just, like, fucking somebody, right, I see you as having a purpose to fulfill. You know, you have a role. Every, every machine has a cog. Every cog has its role. You fuck me, and then I leave. Where is the time for the conversations, for the personality types to clash? That's what I don't understand. You know those sad people that just, like, talk to the Domino's delivery guy because <laughs> they've been going through some shit? Have a good day, buddy. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Mm. And also, not to get, like, super hotep and sapiosexual on you guys, But again, that idea of like a connection is so very important to some people, which is why I think that if you absolutely need that, perhaps the casual sex is not going to work for you. Like, I think that it -hmm. can happen. Like, I've seen it happen. Mm -hmm. But I also know that it's very easy to cross that line from we have a connection that's great for sex and we have a connection that gives me butterflies. And now I expect more from this person that's literally just here for penetration purposes. But if you have a connect if you have to have a connection, why don't you just have sex with people you like? That's another thing. How can you get digmatized by somebody you don't like? No. They like this person. The person just just happens to be ain't shit. Doesn't care. See, I don't understand that either because I can't even talk to niggas who don't. That's, I like I'm people, shallow and superficial. Let's move on. Like I like people that are obsessed with me. Like it doesn't make sense. How can I be excited about you if you're not excited about me? Right. Like I've never understood that. Like all my friends are my fans, and I'm a big fan of all my friends. So just to have anything other than that, other than that dynamic in a relationship, makes no sense to me. Like I'm sorry. Like my Leo rising jumped the fuck out. Like she wants to know why she's not special to you. Mm-hmm. I can't relate. Um, I would just like to take this moment to point out that if you listen to our previous episode, Tabby referred to me as her friend. And she just said that she's fans of her friends. And I passed algebra. Find X. That's all I'm going to say. 
I called her a friend for the purpose of a logical argument. Nope. But we we shall move. Friend. <laughs> I got all my sisters with me. <laughs> do do do. Do do do. Seinfeld? No, there's like a funky bass line in that song. I believe you. Just rewatch Parent Trap. Oh, wait, no, you. that's not in Parent Trap. What is that movie? In? We'll move I on. I think it is. Um, Parent Trap? No, Parent Trap is This Will Be <laughs> You and Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, good mm. shit. So this is this one is really short and sweet. Another sort of like definition slash horror story. If the dick make you cry, what that mean? Mm-mm. Why would you cry? Why are you crying? Why are you crying? That hurt my feelings. Jesus. <laughs> it's like in da- like when Beyonce performs dangerously in love and she starts crying like that's what she feels because of one sex. Small, small sex. But she didn't say dangerously in dick. Like, it's dangerously in love. How did dick make you cry? Maybe he's just mean. That's not nice. Stop fucking him. Yikes. Break up with him. That's not okay. Get well soon. Let's move on. Next one comes from, I think, possibly my favorite online publisher. Mm. They publish nothing but greatest hits. Everything that they've ever released. Instant banger. No contest. Is it reductress? HBCU confessions. Ah, yes. Just want to get his attention again. He has a tattoo on his rib and another tattoo on his forearm. His dick the size of my forearm. (laughs) And he's so fucking smart. I will do anything to get that dick again. Do you need your bills paid? Oh, wow. NCCU. Can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bills? She doesn't care about that. She's pay paying mama. the bills. She's sugar mama would be more appropriate. Mm. So that song is about being digmatized. So it's crazy in love if you think sugar about it. I knew there was a reason I barely liked it. Can we pause and just talk about how crazy in love is actually about how Beyonce knew full well that Jay-Z was not shit and continued with him anyway? And then what did she give us? Lemonade. That's all I'm saying. Trust your gut, sis. He's not worth it. Back, Back to you, white woman. <laughs> Do you need your bills paid? Do you need your bills paid? To be quite honest, I can barely pay my bills without the presence of a responsible adult. Also, guys, download the app Albert. It is like a financial planner. It is the only thing keeping my head above water because in 2019, we are budgeting. And not impulse buying clothes, but I did just impulse buy makeup tools, but I'm not perfect. Tabby, don't look at me like that. <laughs> I, I just needed new brushes. Um. NCCU, if you're listening to this, download the Albert app. And download figure out if you can You can even afford to be digmatized. Right. Because you might not be able to, babes. But I don't know your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand, but honestly, that sounds like she likes him. Literally, she talked about his tattoos and his penis. What part of that says and I like him? And he's so fucking smart. You know who's so fucking smart? Master manipulators. Oh, my fucking God. Are you fucking a Scorpio? Cheers. Oh, wow. Get well soon. <laughs> Let's move on. And this last one, 
definitely my favorite one. It's the intersection of all the things that I love. Mm-hmm. Wits, culture, literary references, <laughs> the whole shebang. Is I'm excited. Here. Edward, we can't be together. I have to fight the urge to kill you every second we're together. Mm-hmm. Bella, please. I want to fuck. <laughs> And that comes from at Dr. Slut. Thank you for this lovely insight. Let's talk about how Twilight Saga was quite problematic. It was all about Bella being digmatized by a thousand-year-old vampire. But the thing is, can we ever actually say that Bella was um, actually in love with Edward? Because remember how Edward said that everything about his being is designed to attract you to him so that he can fucking eat you. Not like that. (laughs) So, what if Bella just has Stockholm Syndrome? I think that's a part of digmatization. Oh my god! Because it does come with the negative connotation that you are willing to sacrifice so much. You know, your religion. Remember when this bitch almost dropped out of school because they (laughs) broke up? If I ever catch y'all on these streets (laughs) doing some dumb shit like that, like we gonna have to talk. The informal definition is literally hypnosis by penis. Mm -hmm. And I think Edward and Bella very much fit that narrative right like she was literally hypnotized from that first day in science class and like he was only into her because she smelled good she smelled like Popeyes to him that's why (laughs) but that got me thinking about other famous people that I've interacted with via my television set that have also been digmatized and I didn't really like I knew on a level but I didn't really know no until I did my 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 dick dive (laughs) Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I am very funny to me. <laughs> um, Carrie and Mr. Big. Did you watch Sex and Yes. The 1,000%. He was kind of shitty. Kind like, of. He was rich and tall, and that's all I have for him. That's yeah. all I see. Ooh, real quick. So I've had this theory for a really long time that rich men are bad in bed. Not that I've ever had anyone to test it on. Hey, if you... You're a rich man. If you if your pockets are full grown, listen. I know what I said before about not being into anyone, but you can change all that. Honestly, be the change you'd like to see in my walls. Let's move on. I will call police for you. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, I feel like rich men are bad at sex because they don't ever have to be good at sex. Well, of course, because they can buy you bag after. So. That being said, right, calling girls quote-unquote thoughts because they fuck rich men for bags and things, is it real sex? Like, are they, because I don't imagine that those sessions last more than, I'm going to be generous, six minutes. I feel that. Like, I feel like you have sex with him, secure the bag. (laughs) Huh. I'm really tired, so I just think everything's fucking hilarious. Secure your Michael Kors. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then you call, like, your real fuck buddy who you know can, like, lay the pipe, and you move on with your life. Take him out to brunch with your new person, whatever. I think a sex is a sex. Mm-hmm. And even though the first one was bad, mm-hmm. it still had to happen for you to get the bag, to get the check, all of that good stuff, so... You don't, honestly, here's the compromise. It doesn't add to your body count, which doesn't exist because every day you wake up, your body count resets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's scientifically proven. 
as a scientist, all the research I've done tonight, I know this <laughs> for a fact. But yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, if it if it just didn't happen, exactly. No sex has ever happened. I'm a virgin. Same. Fantastic. But yeah, let's move back. So Edward and Bella. Um, who else? Olivia fucking Carolyn Pope. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> do you think she was digmatized? One thousand percent. But OK, every time that burner phone rang, her lips started to quiver. And God knows what else. Ew. <laughs> her girlhood trembled. Shout out to Hey Arnold. <laughs> um, Olivia was a mess. But Fitz also almost started a war. Oh, no, it was definitely it was mutual, mutual digmatization. Just at different times. OK. Because they love to do that cat and mouse shit. Mm hmm. So Fair. it was just wild because like at the end of the day, like Fitz was still a very powerful white man mm-hmm. who could do stupid things like start a war over one person. Over a mistress. And she still worked for him. Mm. Even when she said they weren't speaking, she literally would run to his side all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, you can work for anyone. International. You speak 75 languages. You could have people work for you. Like, it literally does not make sense. Now I understand why. What's his face? Rowan. Rowan was so mad that, like, Olivia, after all the education that he poured into her and the smarts that he is, first lady, that is the best that you could really fucking come up with. And I, like, totally get it. Can you come up with something else? Like, he was just very confused. Like, one small penis ruins all of the the education that I bought you. Right. I get it. I always stand Joe Morton and Rowan. Mm -hmm. Now I stand even more. Next on my list is everyone's favorite black american love story hold on let me see if i can think about it actually there are two black american love story how many guesses do i get you can get three okay um can i get a hint she's light-skinned gina and martin Penega was ugly huh Not even physically, just like Emotionally as a person, he ugly. was ugly. God, <laughs> if I if I ever had the misfortune of falling into a relationship with somebody like Martin, I would either kill him or myself. Maybe both. I think that you've made some very strong and valid points. I did not even think of them, but <laughs> that's why Gina had to flee the country. <laughs> He was awful. God, and it was so... Oh, God. I don't know why you stand them. Whitley and Dwayne. Whoa, what? Whitley and Dwayne? One of them was digmatized? It was had to be Whitley. I don't know. I think this can be gender neutral. You think I they were they, mutually digmatized? I thought they were in love. Whitley and Dwayne. I've seen maybe two episodes of A Different World, though. Oh, girl, you need to watch it because Dwayne is literally shit. Like, literally, sorry to, sorry to bust your bubble, but, um, like, there's this one episode where um, he, like, decided to go to, like, some basketball game instead of hanging out with her. Or, like, maybe he canceled the plans they had together. Because at this point, they're living together. He's just like, okay, like, I understand in his rational brain, it's just like, I w- I'm going to cancel these plans on you, but we live together, so I will still see you today, right? But... Whitley was not having it, and so she decided, like, not to talk to him ever again, and he, like, threw a tantrum, and he's just like, I have friends. I'm a man. I wear basketball jerseys, and if you have a problem with that, I don't know. I'm going to leave you. And then she goes, I love it when you take charge, daddy. (laughs) It's really bad. 
Um, but yeah, I've never liked Dwayne and Whitley's relationship. I always thought Whitley deserved more, especially when he ruined her fucking wedding day. A wedding, like, Whitley has been thinking about her wedding day since before she was wearing orthopedic shoes, a back brace, and fucking braces. Old time braces. So the shit that, like, made you look Head like gear. you lived in a fucking fishbowl. It just didn't make any sense to me. I don't understand that show, but... I mean, I don't understand their dynamic. I never really liked their relationship. It didn't seem that they were at all compatible or meant for each other, and they just kept trying to force it. But I guess it worked out, and they're living in Japan now. Congratulations to the happy couple. So there's one inspiring story about digmatization. (laughs) I dare you to find another one. (laughs) Because next on our list, one of the Black American love stories that I was talking about is Yvette from Baby Boy. Let me smell your dick. Is that not the height of sexually transmitted stupidity? Absolutely. I had to take a minute to regroup myself. That's why Tabby was the only one talking. But Jesus Christ, you are absolutely right. Like, it just never made sense to me. Like, I've never liked Baby Boy. Like, I just... No. Tyrese is not a person that I take seriously as an actor. I will never be able to... I had to try on three separate occasions to get past the scene where he's like a... a full-grown man in a in, a in utero in utero it just did. what does a man call his house his crib does he call his friends <laughs> his boys <laughs> baby boy garbage garbage Woo! garbage garbage film no like the negroes really love it he and lived with his mother or dad with his mother and like his mother's boyfriend right who was his mother was also digmatized but I yes think- wasn't yes. the guy actually a decent... No. No? No. I just remember he used to walk around naked and like drink out of the milk carton. Because he was an asshole. But he's a man. Not a baby boy. Right. Yeah, no, like, I always just thought it was a shitty movie because ever since Ute that I've been watching BET, it just always occurred to me, and I couldn't shake it from memory, that every female character that has a speaking role, like a significant speaking role... Mm-hmm. Has to be different. It's just treated like a shit. It's just treated like complete shit mm-hmm. by the men that they're fucking. Mm-hmm. There's Yvette who's asking to smell penises. Right. Man, there's a baby in the other room. Like, mm-hmm. let's have some, let's have a modicum of sense. Right. You have Jody's mom who doesn't do any better. And you have Peanut who got out. Right. So I like to think she's doing okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even Peanut was like struggling for a minute because. Some way, somehow, like, Jody gets vicious. Which, again, like, another thing that pissed me off is that, How like... How could you be attracted to somebody like Jody? Like, I understand the, 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 the physicality of it all. But, like, once he takes you to his mother's home to have sexual intercourse with you, you mean to tell me you are still wet? What did you tell me earlier? The potential of sexual prowess. Because, bitch, dick might be bomb. Dick might be bomb. <laughs> I... Whatever, I guess I'm too shallow for my own good, but I don't get... Well, actually, I don't know I if that's absolutely shallow. absolutely enough shallow for my good. Yeah. It is sufficient. Like, I just... I can't imagine fucking in my parents' house. I don't care if I'm 400 years old. It will never happen. So fucking in someone else's parents' house, I... I'm sorry. I respect your parents. Uh, right? Like, also, um, that's why my parents can't move in with me when they're old. Yeah, because... Unless it's I have for you. unless I have like a pool house, mm-hmm. um, but I need to have like a wing to myself that my mother does not know exists for your fornication for my fornications. Yes, because right. I can't just oh, 
I'm already stressed out. I didn't have sex. Um, actually, yeah, I did not have sex until I came to college for that explicit reason. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... Yes, my mother might be in another country, but she will catch me. <laughs> she will have a dream. <laughs> and it'll be over I had a dream there. that you were sweating. Why? I, I took up kickboxing. <laughs> it's August. <laughs> Dawn's day is summer. Right. <laughs> yeah, no. So I really hope I don't hurt any feelings with this next one because I will not feel bad about it at all. Wow. Monica from Love and Basketball. Uh-huh. <laughs> First of all, he was her childhood bully. He was mm-hmm. a complete asshole to her. Mm-hmm. Second, they both made it into the game or whatever. He flops in like 2.5 seconds. Didn't and he like she, fuck up his knee or something? Whatever. Flops, Dina. He goes on. <laughs> she goes on to do amazing. She's that at WNBA girl. Everybody loves her. And she's still not you know, good enough for him. Like, she's popping, and he's like, well, you know, you're not Tyra Banks in the cardigan, so I can't do this. <laughs> and then she still, to this day, goes back to fucking Quincy. It makes no sense. To be honest with you, I've only read the Wikipedia summary of Love and Basketball. Is that what it's called? Love and Basketball, yes. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I had to make sure, because I've definitely said Basketball Wives before. <laughs> We are not American. Can you tell? Can you tell? <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, it just did not seem like an idea. Because, like, when I would see the gifts on Tumblr, right? Especially, like, when they lost their virginities to each other. I was like, oh, this is a cute story about how they were in love and played basketball all these years. And they were married to the game and each other. And this is going to be nice. And then I read this shit and I was like, what do you mean he, she played for his heart? Because <laughs> you can't play a game of horse. <laughs> The nigga doesn't want you. He doesn't want you. I was very confused. I just... Imagine me. But I think also that movie is a good demonstration about, like, how when men are threatened by you, they try to just break you down. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because that's definitely what it is. Like, he was definitely jealous of Monica. She was a better player than him, obviously. She was just that girl, and he just couldn't stand it. So he made her fall in love with him to fuck up her game. Dignitized. I'm damn, that's so sad. What about did you see brown sugar? Is that yeah, brown sugar? I'm trying to remember the one about music. Oh, that is what it's called. Yeah, I like brown sugar. Mm -hmm. Brown sugar to me is more along the lines of my best friend's wedding, Mm -hmm. where it's just two little shitheads that can't figure out that they're in love at the same time. Right. So that I wouldn't call really digmatization. No, they they are they are shitty to their respective partners. Mm But it's not out of being digmatized. It's well, just... it's like Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats. Yeah. They're just being grown and acting childish. Yeah. Or acting childish and being grown. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I think that's a better act. Oh, did you see Just Right with Queen Latifah? No. Girl, Just Right is a time. Very misogynistic, but... So, like, is she digmatized in it? No, she's not digmatized. Um, so... Queen Latifah in this is like a, um, what do you call those things? Sports agent? Sports medicine. Oh. she's She does like physical doctor, therapy. Okay. She's a sports doctor. And um, she meets this basketball player. And she's like, they're like really into each other. The banter's all there. It's very much brown sugar where it's just like, they it's like skinny love. Like, With layups. <laughs> yes. 
Um, and then Khadija's cousin, who is literally just Regine Hunter. I hate that you said Khadija's cousin. Oh, wow. Sorry. Queen Latifah's cousin. Starring Khadija in common. Just right. right. Literally. <laughs> oh, my God. Queen Latifah. You sneaky bitch. <laughs> but literally, so the, um, Queen Latifah's cousin is um, Regine Hunter. You know, the gold digger type, vapid, doesn't really have much um, personality to her. Although I don't believe that Regine was ever vapid. She just, like, was a go-getter. And ultimately got it, may I remind you. So reach for the stars. But, um, yeah, and so he meets her. She's more of, like, the baddie type. Um, They get together. I think they get married. And um, everything's great until he, like, really fucks up his knee and, like, the league is counting him out or whatever. So the money's not there anymore. So she, like, ultimately leaves or something. Oh, no, the cousin doesn't leave. She just realizes that they're falling in love because she hires Queen Latifah to, like, help um, his recovery. And then they fall in love, and she's just like, all right, sis, you got it. Very amicable. Honestly, I think Queen Latifah wrote this. But, yeah, I think that's just a better example of relationships. I mean, yes, again, it was like they were both shitty to their respective parties, but it got to the point where the cousin also acknowledged that they were never compatible to begin with and just didn't have much in common and was very adult about it. There were no wine glasses thrown or anything like that. I think she was a maid of honor in the wedding when they remarried. And um, Felicia Rashad is uh, Common's mom. And um, he, she loves Queen Latifah because they can play spades. It's great. Negroes do love spades. Good shit. Imagine being in a healthy relationship where you're not a slave to someone's genitals. Just- yeah, I want y'all to want better for y'all selves because this does not sound ideal. But yeah, I don't... Not a cheap. So... In, in closing, dickmatization is not real. Y'all are either have feelings for the person or you have feeling for the idea of having feelings for another person. So either way, you guys like need to work on your attachment issues and uh, get back to me. Get hey, well soon. Hey, at them. Hmm? When you say y'all that many times, you got to at the person you're talking to. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. Just kidding. <laughs> Remember, I don't like niggas. <laughs> Screamed. It's just, they're so bad. They're so bad. No, I agree, which is why I'm fasting. They're so bad. <laughs> Just Boys are bad. You heard it here first. They're icky. They have cooties. But, like, for real, for real, like, I just, sometimes they talk, and I'm like, why do you feel compelled to say things? Which is why my crushes always last approximately two weeks. Valid. Because I'm like, oh, my God, I love him. And then I make the mistake to go and now introduce myself and have a conversation. See, I told you that's why. We've talked about this before. So Tabby's style of crushing on people is just like, I want it. I got it. (laughs) Whereas I... I love an express shipping bit. I love to pine. Like, in three years, I will say hello. (laughs) In five years, we will be able to be in the same room together. Like, I love just... Ugh, just pining after somebody. It's gross. The longer, the better. It's like wine. Or a nice cognac. Mm. So who's your crush this Valentine's season? Uh, Sherry's Berries. If anybody would like to send me some, I would like the Belgian chocolate collection um, with roses. Um, you don't necessarily have to get the roses bundle because it's a little expense. And I understand like we're college students. But yes, I would like Sherry's Berries. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, the entire reason that we recorded this episode... So Maria can get some damn Sherry's berries. I, they're exposed. I love berries. Maria exposed. Happy Valentine's Day, though, to those in love. Yeah, and um, healthily so. Careful not to get digmatized. All in the name of 
small, small sex, and Sherry's berries. Oh, they're so good. Have you had some? No. They're so freaking. You guys need to send the Sherry's berries for science, for research. Yes, as a scientist. Honestly, you people should just be sending me gifts because the amount of research and writing and work that I go into producing this show so you can sit at your desk and I can while you're doing your homework. Allegedly. Please don't drive when you listen to this because the amount of times that you will have to close your eyes. Like, as a matter of fact, my crush this Valentine's Day is the Galleria's. Oh, yes. We love you guys. I stand you guys. I only do this because I want you guys to engage with my foolishness and just please return the favor. Send a gift or show your love and appreciation. Mm There will be a P.O. box in the description. Don't dull. Don't don't be stingy. No, but absolutely. Like, for real, for real, we're very thankful for y'all. All 12 of y'all. <laughs> um, we're happy you're here. We're happy you keep letting us get in front of keyboards and things and saying things, even though it stresses you out. But it's okay, because we do it out of love for you. Famous parting words. Yeah, protect yourself from sexually transmitted stupidity. Yes. Yes. Protect yourself from sexually transmitted stupidity with the help of the Pinot Gallery. Find us on social media at... ZVRI on Instagram and WST West Indian Savage on Twitter. Remember, I hate vowels. Where can we find you, Tabby? I am at Tabby Yonce. That's T A B I and Yonce as in Beyonce. You can find me on Twitter. Share your horror stories with me. Share other people's American horror stories with me. Let's really get this segment off on and popping because I had a lot of fun today and I just want us to all be a part of this. Truly. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to bring your foolishness to a third medium for whatever reason, feel free to follow us at TPGPod on Twitter and email us things at TPGPod at gmail.com. And stay blessed, Galerias. Gonna go take a nap. It's 1 a.m. <laughs> XOXO bitches. XOXO babies. Love you.